So we're holding by Melach Malif, where Perechaz Pasach Samachay, the shear was started as a Schusil Inishmas, Yechaskal Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, should also be a Schusil Inishmas, Rechil Mechel ben Asher, Moshe ben Daniel, Chaim Eloza ben Shemshanarye, as well as a Schus for Fushleim of Chaim Moshe Shua ben Malka. So we are in the middle of the Chanukah um, Sabayis. We saw last time that Shleimai offers a large amount of Karbanois on the Mizbeach, which are accepted by Hashem. And now Shleimai institutes a celebration with Klai Yisrael. So Pasach Samachay, Vayas Shleimai Boisahi Esachog. Shleimai instituted at that time a celebration, a to celebrate the inauguration of the Beis Hamikdash. The Chal Yisrael Imoy, together with all of Klai Yisrael, Kahal Gadol, a large gathering. Of people, Milavoy Chamas at Nacham it was attended, says Rashi, by everyone in Klai Yisrael, by people all the way from the northernmost point, which was Levoy Chamas, the approach to Chamas, all the way uh, till Yidin in the south, which were Nacham near the stream of Mitzrayim. So it encompassed everyone from Klai Yisrael throughout Eretz Yisrael. If Ne Hashem Alekenu, they celebrated in front of Hashem our God, Shivas Yamim, Vishivas Yamim, for seven days, and then again, a celebration of another seven days, Arba Asayyim, for a total of 14 days. So the Redak says that the reason why the Chanukah Sabayis is called a Chag, which normally is reserved for the Shalash Regalim, is because it ended right before Sukkot, and Sukkot was the second set of celebration, meaning that there was seven-day celebration that began on the 8th of Tishrei, and that ended on the 14th, and then the Yontif of Sukkot, which began on the 15th and went until the 22nd. So because you had seven and seven, so therefore, um, the therefore it's the the Chanukah Sabayis itself is also referred to as a Chag. Now we have the Gemara Maid Katan. The Gemara Maid Katan on Daftes says that we learn out from here that Ein Ma'arvin Simcha V'Simcha, that you don't combine one Simcha with another Simcha. And for example, you don't make a Chasana on a Yantif. How do you see this? Because the Gemara says that Shleimai made a celebration for the Chanukah Sabayis that ended before Sukkot. So the Gemara says that if if it would have, if you're allowed to mix a, one simcha with another simcha, then Shlomo should have delayed the Chanukah Sabayis until Sukkot, because what better way to to um, to welcome a yontif of an elevated kedusha than by uh, than by an inauguration of the Beis Hamikdash at the same time. The Gemara uh, pushes back, and the Gemara says maybe you can be ma'ariv one simcha with another simcha, but you can't delay a mitzvah. And therefore, maybe you should have delayed parts of the Beis Hamikdash. So the Gemara ends up bringing a raya from the fact that it says Shivas Yamin Shivas Yamin because it already says that it was fourteen days. Why does it say seven days and then again seven days to teach you a highlechud? Vahaylechud says the Gemara that each of these seven days are separate. You don't mix the two together. One celebration was for the Chanukah Sabayis, and then separately a celebration for uh, for Sukkot. Now, if and the Gemara continues with this, if the uh, a Chag began, the Chanukah Zabayis began on the 8th of Tishrei, then that means it, 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 it took place over Yom Kippur. So the Radak says that certainly Klai Yisrael fasted on Yom Kippur. They may have brought the Karbanas, but they didn't eat from them until after the fast was over. However, the Gemara says clearly differently. The Gemara says that the people did in fact eat on Yom Kippur as part of the celebration. And the Abarbanel says that certainly had to have been given to, instruction given by Hashem to, uh, to Shleimai through a Navi in order for Shleimai to have given such a heter. The Sichas HaKodesh also picks up on the fact that the Pasuk describes the celebration as Shevas Yamim v'Shevas Yamim. He says that a normal celebration can take place on one day, but when you have an extraordinary celebration like the inauguration of the Beis HaMikdash, that requires a much longer time. That requires seven days, just like the seven days that a person celebrates the Simcha of a Chasana. 
So, and also, says the Sichas Kodesh, seven represents a complete cycle. For example, seven days in a week, seven years in a Shemitah cycle, seven days of Pesach and Sukkot, and the seven weeks of Svira. Therefore, Shloimah's Chanukah Sabayis is not simply listed as 14 days, but rather it's described as two sets of seven, as if to say that the Simcha was so great that one cycle of seven was not enough. It had to have two complete cycles. It was deserving of two complete cycles of seven. The Mishnah in Tainis, in the fourth parak, lists the day or refers to the day of the Chanukah Sabayis of the Beis Hamikdash as Yom Simcha Slibay, meaning that it was a special Simcha for Hashem as well. Shlomai and the entire nation of Klai Yisrael reached such a level of Simcha that together they were able to rejoice with Hashem. And in fact, the Mishpat Zav says that on this day, Shir Hashirim came to Shlomai HaMelech through Ruach HaKodesh because he had reached such a level. The Shemi Shmuel just strengthens the Gemara's Kasha because he brings down in the name of his father, the Avnei Nezer, who brings it down in the name of the Chacham Tzvi, that it would have been appropriate for Shloimai to delay the inauguration of the Beis HaMikdash until Sukkot. Aye, what about the concept of Ein Machmitzin as a mitzvah? They're right, you don't let a mitzvah delay, you carry the mitzvah right away. He says that if a mitzvah could be done, min then it's mutter to delay it. And therefore, if the Beis HaMikdash would have been completed and inaugurated at a time that was already Mekudash, for example, Sukkot, it would have, it would have been an even greater a level of Kedusha and a greater Simcha, and so it would have been appropriate for Shloimai to do it, if not for the fact that Ema Arvin Simcha Besimcha. Just to end off, I had mentioned that the Radak himself says that it's possible that Klai Yisrael did not eat on Yom Kippur. Even though they brought the Karbonos, they delayed eating the Karbon until later that night after the Yantaf was over. However, the Radak himself brings down the Gemara Moed Katan that says that Klai Yisrael did eat, even though it was Yom Kippur. And the Radak brings a drasha of how Klai Yisrael would have known to eat even though it was Yom Kippur due to the fact that it was the Chanukah Sabayas. So the Radak says that they learned it from the Chanukah Samishkan. Just like by the Chanukah Samishkan, they did the carbon Shlamim even on Shabbos. And even though doing a carbon that's not relevant for Shabbos is an Isra of Skila, so, and yet Klai Yisrael did it anyway. So Yom Kippur, which is only in a Sakare, certainly Klai Yisrael would have brought the carbon Shlamim and eaten them on that day. I, how do you know that the Chanukah Samishkan, by the Chanukah Samishkan, that they brought Kabbalahs even on Shabbos? So the Redak says that we learn out from the Medrash that they were consecutive because when it refers to the Kabbalahs of the Nesim, which we lay um, every Chanukah, and some people lay it in the beginning of Nisan, it's Parshas Nasai, each day is referred to as B'yayim Ashtayasayayim, B'yayim Shneimasayayim. Each day is called Shneimasayayim. It's referred to as that day. And the Medrash says that just like the, a, a given day, the entire day is consecutive, meaning one hour after the other, and each day is consecutive, so too each of those 14 days was consecutive in the sense that a carbon was brought each day. It's not like there were 14 carbonos brought, but I'm sorry, there were 12 carbonos brought by the Nisiyam, but they were not consecutive. We learned out from that they were consecutive days, even on Shabbos. And so over here, where it says, Yom also is telling you that it was consecutive days and that Klai Yisrael ate even though it was Yom Kippur and the... Uh, we will see next time that a Baskal came out and told Klai Yisrael that they were forgiven for the chait, quote-unquote chait, of eating on Yom Kippur and that they were all mizumanim l'chai yoy habo.